God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. How do we get sober? How do we go from hopeless, incomprehensible demoralization to happy, joyous, and free? God. That's how. You reach out to a higher power. You ask Him to come into your life. Ask Him to show you how to live clean and sober one day at a time. And He'll lead you into these recovery programs. And in these recovery programs, the how is an acronym. Honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. And it all starts with that honesty. Being honest with yourself uh, that you have a problem. You know, admitting that you're powerless, that your life has become unmanageable, and that you need help. Um, and then becoming honest with other people. You know, brutally honest. You know, when we get into these these steps, you know, starts with that first step, admitting we're powerless. And then in that third step, you need to be brutally honest with yourself. Are you ready to make that decision to turn your will and your life over? Or do you still want to have some self-seeking and selfish desires? Are you really to are you really ready to live in God's will? Or do you still want to live in your will a little bit? You know, and then uh, in that fourth step, being honest about those resentments and being honest about um, the role that you played in those relationships. And the fifth step, being honest with another human, you know, leaving no stone unturned there when, you, when you're disclosing all that stuff. Um, because if you leave something in the closet, you never know if it can come back to haunt you uh, down the road, you know. And we're trying to get everything on the table here so that, you know, nothing can take us out of our recovery. Uh, you know, in that seventh step, are you really ready to have God remove all these defects of character? You know, the ninth step, are you, are you holding back any amends? You know, so this whole program is about honesty. And, uh, you know, 10th step too, taking a daily inventory. How are you acting in society? How are you dealing with other people? You know, and, uh, and you have to have a brutally honest program to be successful. Um, having that open-mindedness, the O, open-mindedness, that, you know, you don't know everything, right? Come into this program with an open mind that you don't know how to get and stay sober, right? Countless vain attempts to do this on our own, you know, like we're incapable of dealing with life on life's terms and we're incapable of using drugs successfully or not using drugs successfully. So come into these rooms with an open mind and open ears and a closed mouth and, and try to listen and hear that truth, hear that knowledge, hear what resonates with you. And if you do have an open mind, you will hear people tell your story and you'll be like, whoa, that guy has gone through the same things I've gone through or that girl. And uh, man, if this guy can overcome it, you know, maybe so can I. And uh, the biggest thing is having an open mind to having a higher power. That's how we get sober. It's the only way. And uh, some of us come into these rooms. We don't go to church. Uh, we didn't grow up in church. Maybe we were never introduced to a higher power. Or, you know, we had some other figures, false idols as higher power. And uh, it never led us to any type of satisfaction. So having an open mind and an open heart and asking a higher power to come into your life whatever that looks like for you. We don't discriminate. 
you know, you can come in with any religion, you know, doesn't matter. Christian, Muslim, Jewish, we take everybody. We're trying to lead you to a higher power to lead you out of that dark place and lead you into the light. For me, my higher power is Jesus Christ. I think uh, I didn't come into the rooms that way, but I feel like all paths lead to him. If you have an open mind and an open heart, um, it's just my personal belief, but I'm not here to push that on anybody. I'm here to push you to a higher power. Um, and then the W is willingness, like willingness to get outside of your comfort zone. For me, just raising my hand and, and understanding, man, I got to do something different here. And uh, having the willingness to, to admit I had a problem, having the willingness to be honest that I had a problem, having the willingness to go to these meetings with a room full of strangers and, and raise my hand and say, I need help you know, uh, and then towards the end, you know, willing to do whatever it takes to get and stay sober, you know, uh, having an open mind and a, and a willing spirit, you know, and, and working an honest program. That's how we do it. Uh, being willing to take suggestions from your sponsor, you know, being willing to read the literature and, and get that information because this is how we recover. It, it tells you how to do it right in here. Um, you know, and being willing to get outside of your comfort zone, meeting other people, building relationships in sobriety, being willing to do whatever it takes to stay sober. And sometimes that means cutting people out of your life. That means ending relationships, uh, moving, whatever it takes, you know. And, and sometimes that's not an easy thing to do, but it's the right thing to do. And we have to do it if we want to stay sober. Because, you know, if we don't stay sober we can't have anything else sobriety has to be the foundation of our life because if we don't put sobriety first then that powerless comes back and you know it comes to bite you in the butt you know you think you can drink and use successfully but you can't so uh, having the willingness to do whatever it takes to stay sober and then being willing to make this decision that we're just not going to use no matter what we want those are the two clubs we want to be in the no matter what club and the willing to do whatever it takes club we're just not going to drink or use no matter what no matter what happens good bad indifferent you know we see people in these rooms you know their children die worst possible case scenario their children dies in their home uh, they're in recovery and and they stay sober because they're just not going to use no matter what they understand that drugs are not the answer to the way that they feel. They understand that doing drugs or alcohol is just going to make the situation worse, you know, and they've given their life to a higher power and they've taken that seriously. And for us, that means we're not going back to that old way of life. We've repented, we've changed directions, and we're trying to align our will with God's will. And we don't always understand why things happen you know like the death of loved ones but we have faith that it is all in god's hands and he has a plan for it and he's in control and even if it's not in our favor at the time it's in god's favor in the end and uh, that takes trust and, and that takes a real walk of faith but uh, you know that's the extreme end, but there's a lot of things in between there where we're just not going to use no matter what happens. We lose jobs, spouses, you know, whatever you can think of. 
drinking and using is not going to solve the issue. It's just going to make it worse. And, uh, and that's really the truth of it. Sometimes it's easy to escape. You know, you just want that quick fix. You want to get out of your head right now. But the truth is it's not worth it because you know where that's all going to take you back to. I want to read you a little piece about how it works from AA. Chapter 5, how it works. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. Usually men and women who are constitutionally incapable of being honest with themselves. There are such unfortunates. They are not at fault. They seem to have been born that way. They are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty. Their chances are less than average. There are those, too, who suffer from grave emotional and mental disorders, but many of them do recover if they have the capacity to be honest. Our stories disclose in a general way what we used to be like, what happened, and what we are like now. If you have decided you want what we have and are willing to go to any length to get it, then you are ready to take certain steps. At some of these we balked. We thought we could not, excuse me, we thought we could find an easier, softer way, but we could not. With all the earnestness at our command, we beg of you to be fearless and thorough from the very start. Some of us have tried to hold on to our old ideas and the result was nil until we let go absolutely. Remember that we deal with alcohol, cunning, baffling, and powerful. Without help, it is too much for us. But there is one who has all power. That one is God. May you find him now. Half measures availed us nothing. We stood at the turning point. We asked his protection and care with complete abandon. And then it goes into the 12 steps. And, you know, those 12 steps, there's three main things we do there. We trust God, we clean house, and we help others. That's how we get and stay sober. And at the end of the day, how we stay sober is by being of service. It's by walking other addicts through this program. It's by staying connected to the programs. It's by uh, being of service in our daily life, you know, through church or, or homeless outreach or you know whatever you're called to do um, but stay connected stay positive and just don't use no matter what thank you Victorious we became, but never forgot where we came from Life or death not a game, we came to change the lane Recovery addicts, that's the name Give yourself a break, just one day at a time You were born to shine, so live and let love be forever My sister, my brother, don't give in Please remember, the lie is dead, we do recover Welcome home